What's up, everybody? Just wanted to give an update on the Quality Corner Madness Bracket Challenge before the episode starts. So, here we go. As of Friday, March 24th, right now we have Javi Sosa in first place with 460 points and a percentage of 86.3. In second place, we have Madison with 440 points and a percentage of 77.6. Then we have He Who Remains with a total of 410 points in third place and a 58 percentage. And tied for fourth, we have SJ Low 32 and ESPN Fan 07519661. I'm not sure who that is, but they are both tied in fourth place at 400 points with a percentage of 51.8. So we've got maybe a week left or two in this March Madness bracket challenge, and someone will be crowned a winner. Javi Sosa is looking like the runaway right now, but you never know. Things could change. So um, the Quality Corner Episode 7 starts now. All righty, all righty. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. The Quality Corner is in session, and this week we got something new. So in this week, in this month of March that we are in right now, it's Women's History Month. So this week, we're going to do a Women's History Month special. And who better to bring on to the podcast but women? Like, oh my gosh, right? Anyway, so welcome back. Like I said, uh, the Quality Corners in session. This is the Women's History Month special. And with this, we just hope to, you know, bring an insight to what Women's History Month really means in the sports world and all those good things. So to start things off, Women's History Month began as a local celebration in Santa Rosa, California by the Educational Task Force of the Sonoma County Commission and on the Status of Women planned and executed a Women's History Week celebration in 1978. Later on in 1980, President Jimmy Carter issued the first presidential proclamation declaring the week of March 8, 1980 as National Women's History Week. And then from there on, in 1987, it became National Women's History Month. So, with that being said, I have two women on the show with me today who are former athletes. They are phenomenal, and they are two great classmates of mine from the Georgetown University. So we'll start off. Um, Maydeen, you want to go first? Hey, Jaya, thanks for having me on your podcast. Uh, my name is Maydine. I am a journalism major at Georgetown University. Um, I'm a full-time reporter covering trade policy. Um, I'm originally from Beaumont, California, where I played basketball and I ran track in high school at Beaumont High. Um, after that, I transferred to a community college called Mount San Jacinto, where I played basketball. Later on, I transferred to the University of Laverne, where I played basketball, as well as ran track for a year. Maydean, Maydean, thank you so much for being on the show with us. And we also have Katie. Katie, go ahead, introduce Hi, yourself. Hi, thank people. you so much for having me. Um, so I'm Katie. I am also in the journalism program at Georgetown. And um, so I played soccer in high school and college, and I also ran track in high school and college. Um, in high school, at Weston High School in Massachusetts, um, and then I played in college at Trinity College in Connecticut. So yeah. You heard it here first, two athletes, 
you respect them. Respect them. <laughs> We've got the East Coast and the West Coast. Yeah, East and West. Yeah. East and West. You know, um, shout out Maydeen, you know, Cali girl. Cali. That's where the National Women's History Week first started. So, you know, shout out Maydeen. Got to get the Cali people on there. My you people know. did this. <laughs> <laughs> Before we get into things, I just want to touch on Title IX. And for those of you who don't know what Title IX is, Title IX was a federal law that was passed in 1972 to ensure that male and female students and employees in educational settings are treated equally and fairly. So when we think about Title IX, this is kind of like what came about to, you know, kind of bring equity to women's sports along with the men's sports. But that was in 1972. Now we're in 2023. And... I think we all know that there's still not equity in women's sports and men's sports, but we'll get to that later. (laughs) So with that, um, we're going to start off the show by naming just some women that inspire us in sports. And um, so whoever wants to go first, you want to take it? You want to take it, Maydeen? Oh, yeah, sure. (laughs) Okay, so we'll go to Maydeen first. So um We'll start off by naming the women in sports who inspire. And so what female athletes do you think embody the term inspiration and why? Hmm. Well, I mean, so since I played basketball um, since high school through college, I would say probably an inspiration of mine's also just like because of her game and because we played the same position. It's probably Sue Bird. I really looked up to Sue Bird. Um, Just like the way she played the game and... And also, like, you know, she's married to Megan Rapino, And, like, you know, they're, they're really outspoken. Power on like, couple. Yeah, exactly, about, like, um, having equality within women's sports. So I think she's definitely a main person I look up to and is, I think is an inspiration. Um, and, yeah. Thank you, Maydeen, for giving that answer. And um, so we'll <laughs> toss it over to Katie. Um, any female athletes, do you th- what female athletes do you think embody the term inspiration and why? Yeah, so I was going to say Megan Rapinoe, um, yeah. just because I played soccer, and then obviously she was like pivotal in the um, getting the equal pay for equal play um, law signed. So she's always been an inspiration. And then like to watch her grow into like this figure of like equality, and along with like the other women that helped her as well. Like, um, oh my God, like, okay, now I'm blanking on all of their names all of a sudden. <laughs> I thought Abby Wambach, like well, maybe. Well, Abby Wambach, but she was way earlier. Yeah. yeah. Like, I'm thinking, like, um, Becky Sauerbrown. Mm. Okay, um, yeah. I'm thinking, I think Crystal Dunn was part of that as well. Um, Carly Lloyd. Carly maybe? Lloyd. Yeah. Well, I, always, I think of her a lot, Carly Lloyd. Yeah. She was a dog. Yeah. She was just on, this is not, this is, has nothing to do with this, but have you seen, like, the Hulu show where, like, they get celebrities to do, like, special forces training? Oh, oh yes. Yeah. She was her. on that. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, and she, okay, spoiler, she wins. She wins? Oh, my <laughs> but, like, she's, she's dope. No, she's but, dope. okay, I will say she did so bad the whole time. I don't know how she, she just how kind she of glided to the end. Yeah. But, like, yeah. She, but that doesn't take away from the fact that she is very. Yeah. Yeah. No, very she's good. a beast. She deserved to be there. Yeah. Like, that's the, yeah. the whole point behind it. Yeah. Um. Um. And also, Billie Jean King. Yes. Always. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. For sure, for yeah, sure. I always think about her yeah. in terms of like just leading the charge and like, I don't know, we wouldn't be where we are today without yeah. her. So. Yeah, I think pretty she's much. Like, yeah. She's a big pioneer in mm-hmm. the, like, I don't think there's Title IX and all that without her. Oh, no, no, no. Definitely no. not. Yeah. And mm-hmm. um, uh, I can't, I'm blanking on the other, 
Babe, Babe, Didrison, Didrison, I can't, I'm going to get the name. Yeah. I'm going to get the name. I'm going to get the name. But I don't want to mess her name up. Babe Didrikson Zaharias. Yes. Oh. She was like an all-American athlete. Golf, basketball, baseball, track, mm. like everything. And um, she, run, she won two gold medals in track and field at the 1932 Summer Olympics. So like. 1932? Yeah, in like 1932. Like oh think God. about it. Yeah. They probably were like, ah, oh well. Yeah. But like she. Did she run like as herself? Yeah. Oh. So like you think about it back then that's kind of like a big inspiration to now yeah you know um i'm gonna get her name wrong it's Catherine slater or something like that who Mm. was like the first woman to run in the boston marathon oh and like the um i feel so bad that i got her name wrong um (laughs) it's Catherine something but you can always yeah fill it it in um (laughs) she ran in the marathon but like put her name down as a man and so then when like the race guys saw like the game masters saw her running they were like "Uh uh-oh and so they like tackled her to the ground there's like really insane photos of hear about this in like one of my classes before Mm -hmm. in um sports of them like management you have them like chasing her down Mm -hmm. and like like trying to rip her off the course yeah and so you hear that people you hear that chasing her down because she signed up as a male but i'm sure she was what she she probably was doing well right i mean yeah she was running it yeah either way yeah but and like, like she didn't have the option to sign up as herself. Yeah. yeah. So that's yeah, you know, chasing her down, tackling her. Whoa. Catherine Switzer. Yeah. Okay. That's pretty close. Yeah. 1967. Yeah. The pictures are crazy of it. Oh my gosh. So, um, with that, um, we'll toss it over to me. Uh when I think of female athletes who ins- embody the term inspiration, I I'll automatically I just think of Serena Williams Mm -hmm. and I feel bad sometimes because I'm like you know a lot of people are like what about Venus and I'm like (laughs) yes I'm like yes both of them like both of them are what you think of when you think inspiration and like there wouldn't be no Serena without Venus so like I always want to respect Venus as well but like Serena to be the person to she was in Venus's shadow at some point. And it might, you know, they might not feel like that because they're, you know, sisters, but like she was, she wasn't the the first one. Someone had to do it before her. Mm. So for her to be in the shadow and then like to just rise up and take over the way that she did is like, dang, you know? And I always think of her because so many people like made fun of her. They said she looked like a man. Mm -hmm. They were like, oh my gosh, she wouldn't do this if she was playing men's players, you know, blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. Oh, she's built like a man. That's why she's winning all the time. It's not fair to the other competition, but it's like, come on now. She's defying all the odds. Yeah. She's she's whooping y'all and you're mad. Like, right, like their big thing against her too was that she like grunted. Yeah. And it's like, like name every male yeah, player that say, grunts. Cry? I'm yeah. like, I... I play basketball, you know, pick up basketball with people all the time and everyone's yelling. So I'm right, like, yeah. come on now. Like, because, especially tennis. Yeah. Tennis like, they all like do it. tennis, yeah. you have to run so, it's only you. It's like part of like the game. I don't want to watch tennis if they're not like yeah, putting their all in. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, silent tennis. Yeah. <laughs> uh, like, no, th- you got to show emotion and be passionate. So it's I always think of it. Exactly. It yeah. wasn't ladylike. So. That's where I'm always like, I always think of her first because I think she's inspired so many other people to come behind her. They're not, it doesn't even have to be playing tennis. It's mm-hmm. like 
she's inspired so many other people to, you know, take charge of whatever they're doing and whatever the sport might be to the point where they're like, I can do this because like she rose up and, you know, in a sport where it's only you by yourself, it's not a team sport. I feel like it means so much more because, Mm -hmm. you know, she's up there by herself and you think about people like Naomi Osaka now and uh, Coco Goff, like the Mm -hmm. other African-American women coming up and they're like, yeah, we always think about Serena Mm -hmm. and like, there's a couple people, you know, who she beat all the time and they might not be okay with her, but Hey, She's inspired a game. lot. That's that's the that's game. Sports, you, know? you win some, you lose some. Yeah, and like, like even her, she's been she lost towards the end of her, end of her career. I don't want to put that on her. You know, I don't want to tarnish her name or anything. But like, oh, yeah. she was she lost towards the end of her end of her career. Like that's just a part of the game, you know. Yeah. So um, women can lose too. Yeah. Yeah. Just like men can lose. Like. Yeah. We're in March Madness right now. All these men losing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's like actually kind of a good, like a good like an interesting um, thing with women's sports is like the perception that like women can't lose. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. for women to be like good or considered like worthy watching, like they have to win consistently. Yeah. If yeah. you lose, then it's like it's like oh, this is why we don't uh, watch. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So like the the standard and level that women are held to are just it's just unattainable. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I also think like the emotion too. Like when you're losing, like that shit hurts, yeah. you know. And mm-hmm. like when women are too emotional, I also yeah. think that also puts like a little bit like, oh, look at her crying. Yeah, she just lost a game. Like of course she's crying. She just lost right. it. But like mm-hmm. if a man like tears up a little, they're like, they're he's like, passionate. Yeah. yeah, he's exactly. so passionate yeah. and into it. Mm-hmm. Like, like women have to lose in the right way. Too. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then There's going, double standards. Going back to Serena, um, I also think like where she was raised at, it's. You're not playing cutthroat. tennis there. You're not playing cutthroat. You're not playing you tennis. You ain't playing tennis there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you ain't playing tennis. So that's like another thing. Like, you know, you're coming out of this area where like it's, no yeah. one's playing tennis out there. No you know one's really thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah. And even like. I, I mean, I'm sure they are. But, yeah. But, but like, now you know, <laughs> I, I don't want to quote the movie, but like, yeah. I don't know how accurate the movie is at the same time. But like you think about it. In the movie, her dad is trying to just coach them. Right. And people are coming up to him like, hey, like, you need to move around, get away from here. You know, he's getting harassed, but it's like, I'm just trying to teach my daughter's tennis, you know? Yeah. So at that point, it's like, there's so many more obstacles on top of it. And so the fact that she is where she is now, it's like that she's one of the greatest athletes. Oh, yeah. Athletes, Mm -hmm. like. Not female, not athletes, like, ever. That, like, interview of someone asking, like, I think it was Andy Murray or or someone Mm -hmm. that was like, oh, you're the greatest, like, are you, you're like, you've won the most, like, grand slams of, like, and he was like, no, I haven't. I'm, like, the man that's won the most grand Mm -hmm. slams. Like, Serena has more, yeah. And it's like, in in times like this, when we talk about these different things, it's like, you want that support from male athletes to be like mm -hmm. look y'all need to respect her and i always think of lebron and this is a women's podcast i'm bringing him up but like i always think of lebron and i'm like he's a person who like it doesn't matter what it is i'm thinking back years ago like lebron used to be watching uconn women's basketball all the time Mm -hmm. and you know supporting those people like and then you said sue bird like diana tarasi all those hoopers who've just been like 
cornerstones for the WNBA game and like cornerstones for um, women's sports in yeah. general. Candace Parker. Yeah, Candace Parker. Yeah. CP3. Yeah. <laughs> Kobe Bryant was also. Yes, a big, Kobe a was big a huge, fan a huge, huge advocate yeah. for women's sports and the WNBA. Yeah. Like that. I remember when he wore like the WNBA hoodie. Yeah. It was like the biggest thing. Everyone was like, yeah. oh my gosh. I, and I, personally me i was like dang i, I need one me too <laughs> <laughs> that's what it takes sometimes yeah no yeah it does. you need yeah. the recognition and um and i think it sort of trickles down too like you start seeing the nba like nba players going to like mm -hmm. the wnba yeah. games and stuff like, like that so, up. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah especially if they are like not all nba teams have the wnba team in their city but like right. if they do most of the players are there because they're in the off season as well like you know mm -hmm. they might be um, I think WNBA usually starts around like May, June when yeah, the NBA summer. is ending. Mm -hmm. So the players have the time and, you know, they there's can no go excuse. There. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just support. <laughs> and um, <laughs> I was watching something with Lisa Leslie the other day and um, they had asked her, you know, what do you, uh, I think it was on the shop LeBron show. And mm. I think Maverick Carter was talking to her about like, you know, the support from the male athletes and everything. And Draymond Green said something about like, People like get mad at us for, you know, doing whatever. And she said, you, you all don't understand. Mm -hmm. Like you are the biggest supporters for us. Right. Because like, I don't know a lot of women who watch women's sports personally, but I'm like the men that I know will watch this. They'll watch, you know, soccer, watch basketball here and there. And like, I think of like, college like I've always had my start with women's basketball I always worked there and I, people are like oh you didn't you don't work the men's games and I'm like no I'm gonna work the game that I that I can get to work and like I don't care if it's men or women I just want to watch sports exactly. and in that sense I'm like I think about it where those NBA players if they say something that's how other people you know get to know like oh this person's playing over here or that person mm -hmm. like mm -hmm. it, it takes a lot and she was saying that they just love the support from them because they don't understand how much they bring to the table by just going and sitting down at a game one day right, or, right. you know, reposting something on your story. Right. They have such a big platform, yeah. like so many followers. Yeah. yeah. So. And yeah. like, here's the thing, like women aren't getting the same exposure and the same telecasting opportunities. Exactly. So like... Right that like the only way to compensate for that is for the men to do it yeah because um. if you show up to the game you know they're gonna put cameras on you and i think that's what draymond was saying he's like some people said like you guys should be like more quiet about going because like they focus on you oh. at the game but it's like the focus on you being at the game is big right. in itself because right. they're like, oh, where's Draymond? Oh, he's at a WNBA game. Oh, really? Right. Or he's at a um, USA soccer game, you know? Yeah. And like, we can get to the soccer real, real quick because I always had a lot to say about that. I mean, like, the US men's team don't win nothing. <laughs> yeah. But like, the yeah. women's team is always winning. Mm -hmm. And then the one year the women didn't win the World Cup, it was like, oh my God, how did you lose? Right. And it was like, like you said earlier, mm -hmm. um, you know, we can't, women can't lose. It's like a a thing when they lose. It's like, oh my gosh, yeah. See, this is why we don't support. Right. Yeah. It's like you can go like ten steps up, but a loss like brings you right back down to the bottom. Right. right. So next up, um, 
will just ask, what female athletes inspire or inspired you um, and why? I know you said Sue Berg, but like, is there any anybody else who was like oh, personally? We're, we're talking more. Oh, oh, like personally, like yeah. Within, uh, hmm. Okay. Um, yeah, personally. Um, so I like I was telling you guys earlier. I haven't really had a lot of women coaches. Like, I mean, they've been around and stuff, but mm-hmm. as like a head coach, I've only had one, like women woman head coach. And that was in high school. Um, I would say she's an inspiration. She, um, she played like after high school and, and, you know, she was this post player and she had gotten, I believe she like blew out her knee Hmm. playing like pickup and stuff like that. Wow. But like the reason why I say she's like an inspiration is because I, I think it's like really powerful when people like go through these injuries and still continue to like give something to the game and, I don't know, just try to help others learn the game as well. Um, so I think she's one of my inspirations as well as I used to have this trainer. Um, her name is Coach Bree, and she also went through, I believe, ACL surgery, and I did too. So, like, we definitely like, connected in that way. But she's also someone who's, like, you know, gone through all this adversity, and now she's, like, continually, like, training people and also, like, coaching, like, in the high school level. Mm-hmm. Um so yeah, I think any person really, but also like women in general who go through like this adversi- adversity and continue to just like play in their sport and give into the sport, I think it's really inspiring. And and I also hope to one day go back into basketball yeah. one day and like maybe coach or something because yeah, it's just like, you know, you got to give back to the sport that's yeah. given you so much, the you younger, know? The younger generation needs right. that. Yeah, so um, you said Coach Bree, and who was the other one? Uh, my high school coach um, is Coach Grange. Coach Grange. Yeah, Coach Grange. Coach Grange and Coach Bree, if you're out there, <laughs> we appreciate you. Oh, I also want to shout out um, one of my old teammates from Laverne. She's also now an assistant coach at Laverne, and okay. she's just someone who's like always loved basketball, and I'm just so proud of her for just going back to our college and now coaching yeah. and they had like a really good season this last season. So yeah, shout out to Coach Perez. <laughs> Coach Perez, Coach Bree, Coach Grange. You all are appreciated. Thank you for inspiring Maydeen. <laughs> so Katie, we'll toss it over to you. Um, anyone in your personal life or, you know, women athlete who inspired you? Yeah. So similarly, I also didn't have many um, female coaches growing up. Which is up. an issue in itself. Yeah, really, really a bummer. Um but so no one really there, unfortunately. Um, but both of my parents are were college coaches. Okay. So my mom was always like growing up, like I just never really thought of being a coach as like a man thing because my mom coached too. So mm. like, and she like I'm a twin, so she had two, okay, two kids, and then immediately went right back to work. Oh, so like rock star. Yeah, she didn't really let. <laughs> me stop her um, and <laughs> I didn't want to <laughs> and so yeah I just I don't know I like some similar to what you were saying like she went through a lot as a female coach as well um she was a swimming coach so she was also coaching men uh, um okay. yeah and like there were some issues with that in the end because of her being a woman and um them being like oh you know you're getting old yeah um no, because I... of course you know women get old and then it's a problem yeah. so 
Um, yeah, I guess I would say my mom and then also my dad, like a lot of my biggest allies in, um, sports have been men. Mm -hmm. Um, obviously it's not women, it's men, but like, (laughs) um, you know, like my dad also was in athletics and he, so he was the athletic director at MIT. Okay. Um, and then like there, he was also the title nine coordinator. Oh, wow. Or like compliance guy. Mm -hmm. So he would always be the first person that like would get into my head, like, they're not showing women's sports or like where, where are the women? Like yeah. before I was even thinking about it, he was like in my ear being like, what, like you can do this too, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. And so like to have like somebody in my life like that, tell me that I can, I can do whatever I want. And yeah. like, doesn't matter that I'm a girl, like, right. Was so powerful for me. Um, so maybe that. Yeah. Yeah. I have, I have to say my dad as well. Like he's yeah. like the one that's always like pushed me, like, you know, like, not really treating me like a girl, but like, yeah. like, hey, like, hey, you could, you could do this, like. Yeah, but you know, what is being thing. treated like a girl? Yeah, exactly. Know? But like in sports, you know what I mean? Like, mm. like sort of, I don't know, like uh, that she, she could be okay, you, gotta, you, gotta you know, kind of. Yeah, but she, he was mm. more like, I don't know, like just always pushing me in like whether it was basketball or in like track too, um, pushing me like in sports in general, and always also like supporting like. You know, we're like LA fans, so like the Los Angeles Sparks, like yeah. we'll be watching their games and stuff like okay. that. So he's like always like been an ally, I guess. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's nice. You know, <laughs> but yeah. yeah, if you're a dad and you have a daughter, yeah, like, support exactly. them. Come on, exactly. <laughs> Come on now, like, oh, I can't wait. If I have a daughter and she wants to do whatever, like, I feel like I want, I I want my daughter to run track because I, like my mom ran track and mm-hmm. my grandmother was like very strict mm-hmm. so my mother couldn't run track like in the meets because it was like on church day oh. so they were like my like the coaches would always tell my mom like you're phenomenal at hurdles and like you're you're short but like you can do them <laughs> and i'm like dang maybe my mom would have been a Olympic yeah, runner. <laughs> yeah. like but mm-hmm. my grandma was like nope that's church day we can't yeah like, so i always think about that and yeah. um you know, shout out to the parents for inspiring Katie and Maybean. <laughs> you know, shout out to um, Mama Marlo, Papa Marlo, and then my dad, <laughs> and also my mom. I guess my, yeah. mom and dad, Mama mom and Maybeen dad. and Papa Maybean. <laughs> um, so for me personally, um, I feel like I had the opposite. Well, okay, I won't say I, I had the opposite, but there's two main, like you know, there's two majors, two major major sports for men but like there's four major sports obviously Mm -hmm. but football basketball is like what everyone always thinks of first Mm, and of course with football now it's changing there's a lot of um, female coaches in football but Mm -hmm. you know you don't really see them on the lower levels you see them getting highlighted for being professional or being in college you know so all my football coaches were men but my basketball coaches were women Mm-hmm. Interesting. And learning the game from them was so different. Playing football, it's a lot of yelling and a lot of like, do this because I said so. And, you know, this is the way it goes and it's our way or the highway, you know, like. But with them bringing up the point, like, you know, women don't get to like coach a lot mm-hmm. in a sense where you're like, um, Katie was saying, you didn't have women coaches and you were saying the same thing. Mm-hmm. It's like 
the women coaches have to go to the lowest level to get those opportunities. So it's like, these coaches were so good to me. And I, like, till this day, I'm like, they should have been coaching, like, college. But they're coaching 12, 11, 10-year-olds, you know, mm. 9, 8. Yeah. So, um, I think probably because it, it's like thought of also as like childcare mm-hmm. at that age. True. Mm. Like you're like it's like a place Dang, to put your kids after school. That's an interesting take on it. I didn't even think about that. So it was like a city league. Yeah. Um. So I played AAU mm. growing up, and um, there were there was just a team that was around the corner from me. I got started from one of my friends, David. Shout out, David, my boy. <laughs> D D G David Guillory. If you out there listening you know i love you bro um so i got started with david because um he was playing for the east county jammers if y'all y'all know y'all know y'all know east county jammers we we was tough but um our coaches were like they loved us and we felt that Mm -hmm. i didn't always feel the love from my football coaches Mm -hmm. but i knew that like they relied on us depended on us i don't know if it was love you know but it was Mm -hmm. more like a look, we need you, you know? So um, with that, they were just like the best. So I want to shout out Coach Jewel Lyons and I want to shout out Coach Karen Jordan. I know y'all probably don't know I started a podcast. But, um, <laughs> now you do. Now you do. Because <laughs> I just name dropped y'all on yeah. here. And, um, you know, I'll, there's, there's got to be some way that they could hear this, but um, I'm sure like <laughs> my other teammates or anybody who you know who's tapped in, they'll they'll share it with her as well, with them as well. But Jewel, Coach Jewel, um, was like David's. I don't I don't know if it was godmother or whatever, but like they were like really close, like family friends or mm. cousin or actually related. So um, we always called her Miss Jewel before I knew she was a coach. So Miss Jewel was like. Um, and with David all the time, and he was like, "Yeah, just ask Miss Jewel if you can play with us." So then, I end up telling my parents, and they're like, "All right, fine," because they knew Miss um, Jewel was at the community center. So they're like, "Okay, we can trust her." Mm-hmm. And then we got Coach Karen. They had Coach Karen, but I didn't know her. Mm-hmm. And then so once once I started playing with them, I just remember, you know, I wasn't really like signed up yet, but I was coming to practice. And there was things that had to be cleared, like, you know, ID and, you know, all this other stuff, insurance, you know, blah, blah, blah. So with that, I felt like they embraced me, even though I was still a question mark, you know. Mm -hmm. The team had been playing for maybe, most of them had been together for a year or two by now. So, like, I'm a new player coming in. And they were like, yep, jump in right away. And they're teaching me two three zone. They're teaching me one three one. They're mm-hmm. teaching me all the other stuff about basketball. And I was like, "Dang! I thought you just came out here and yeah, you know, just, <laughs> just threw the ball, threw up. the ball yeah. up." <laughs> <laughs> so I really always appreciated them because they were such phenomenal coaches. They would go two women on the road with like twelve dudes in the little. <laughs> 13 passenger 14 passenger van driving all the way to West Virginia for tournaments and we in there ah, ah, getting on people's nerves cuz you know we being men yeah right. <laughs> so we're back there like poking somebody somebody like he keeps touching me somebody <laughs> farted you know so i'm like so they're angels they're <laughs> like they're like oh, you know I, I just really appreciated them because they did so much for us there was times where they said, you know, if you don't win this game, we're not eating, you know, the, the top 
level or whatever and then it's like we lost and we're like <laughs> and then we're like we don't get to eat at this place and they're like they would still take us anyway yeah. you know yeah. so yeah um shout out coach jewel shout out coach karen you know hope y'all listening tuning in appreciate y'all 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 made me like basketball so like mm. shout out to them uh-huh. um so yeah i'm gonna say that i will also say coach d coach d is um was a high school track coach mm. and coach d like coach d don't play no games coach d don't play no games <laughs> but like i always appreciated her because like she didn't it didn't matter who you were you could have been the best runner and she if it was her rule it was her rule yeah and i remember shout out rich my best friend but um there was one time when my man's rich was high jumping and he was he was hurt and she had said like a practice before or something like all the injured people stop coming because like y'all not doing nothing you know and y'all just gonna come to practice sit over here and talk and chat 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 whatever so like rich i don't mean to put you on blast but like (laughs) she came out and i'm like she not gonna she's not gonna say anything to rich because like he's he's a high jumper he's like one of the the best ones we got and she was like she came out and she saw rich and like some other people on the team sitting there because they were injured and they couldn't do nothing she was like kick rocks and they were like what and she said richie kick rocks Dwayne kick rocks like she was she was naming each person and I remember he was over there like kick rocks to where and she was like I don't know but kick rocks and we and I was just like yo she's like she don't play games but like you need that where someone they don't treat anybody as a favorite but like you know every I feel like every coach has their favorites but like when the rules come to the rules it's still the rules. So mm-hmm. I always love Coach D for that. And Coach D pushed me to be better. Um, even when I got hurt, she was like, you know, I think you can still do da 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 And I was like, yeah, I'm like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm not feeling it, but, like, I'm going to try. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, she um, coached me my first year of track. Um, I was a mid-distance runner. I shouldn't have been. but Mid-distance? Yeah, I missed, I missed the time trials, so I automatically <laughs> got put in her group. But, but- put you in like the 400 yeah Yeah, and i was like the first day i'm running 800s i was like whoa i'm like you look here look here i run short distances (laughs) like i can run i've always been a runner like but i'm like only from here to here yeah Yeah. but and like even i did cross country in middle school and like i would always Uh, run like a mile or so but like not competitively you know like yeah this is like hey yeah. You got to be fast with this. Right. Shout out Coach D. And um, she actually just got promoted to the athletic director at our high school now. So oh, nice. she's not coaching track anymore because she can't coach and be the AD. Yeah, but like, that's a lot. Yeah. Still shout out to her. Love Coach D. <laughs> uh, any, you know, teammates or anything you want to shout out? Mm. I know, Maydeen, you shout yeah, out. Yeah, I already shout out one of my teammates. Like, yeah. You got any favorite teammates, Katie? I have so many favorite teammates. I feel like I would feel bad shouting Side anyone shouting out. out somebody and leaving somebody else out. Yeah. yeah. I'll shout out Morgan Hallow. Um, Morgan she's Hallow. in DC for track. Okay. Nice. Um, yeah. <laughs> we'll take we'll take Morgan Hallow. Yeah. yeah. Shout out Morgan. Yeah. Shout Hope out Morgan. you're doing well, Morgan. You you and you inspiring. You yeah. Know. All these shout outs. <laughs> <laughs> All right, listeners. We're gonna take a water break. Enjoy a quick tune from UM. That's U W E M. Ooh. 
Life is rich and when I spit it's immaculate. Mr. Clean couldn't see the powers I'm packing with. Master of disguise, you pistachios cracking it. Dap it up the freshest when I catch it, I'm rapping it. Pass it, I'm capping it. It's heaven sent. I had the ups when Tossed the Rock, you know I'm crashing it. Bend the kudos, now I'm riding in a butterfly. Step on pillars as I climb, I'm trying to touch the skies. Yeah, I know Jesus is Lord, but I feel like a guy. I'm the king, I run the board, drop on the duck and hide. Don't need the Gucci or the or the be the dapper guy. Mingle socks, I rock on G5s off the other sides. Oh man, you get inside. You need a different lane. Toss it like I'm Brian. I'ma catch it 50 different ways. Sent signs on my chest and sent signs to you. Vest that when I touch the scene, I'm here to make a change. What up? All right, hope you enjoyed the music. Like I said before, please don't be skipping my music breaks. I put a lot of hard-earned time into this to try and get these songs for y'all to listen to. It's only a minute. A minute. I'm asking for 60 seconds. That's anyway, um, so we're back. We'll jump right back into it. Um, so in your own words, what does it mean to be a woman in sports? Whoever wants to go first. You go first. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I've never known anything else. Um, Right. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Um, I don't know. For me, I always felt like I had community. I don't know if that's like, I mean, that's not special for women in sports, Mm -hmm. but Mm -hmm. like I, maybe I felt a little bit like, like one of the one of guy one of the guys. Yeah, like I could just kind of like like I had a little bit more respect. This is mostly in high school, I think. I felt like there was a little bit more respect on my name just because, mm-hmm. you know, I played sports and I was like not bad at them. And yeah. so like right. um I don't know, to feel like I was a woman that also played sports. It was like a little cool. Something I don't know. Like a little endearment, you know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. And also like women can do so many things. Yeah. So to have something that's like athletic and like I don't know, skillful, like Right. Right. Where they think like, oh, men do that. Yeah. I a little bit like you can prove people wrong, like like especially in track, like I was like faster in high school, faster than like all of the boys. Mm-hmm. So like it was I mean it's <laughs> like dust in the Yeah, it was like <laughs> high school. So like that's I don't think thing. that's very impressive. That's but. one thing about track. Track don't have no prisoners. Mm-mm. If you're not fast, you're not fast. And if right, a, gr- right. a girl beating you, she beating you. It's not because, oh, I'm having a bad day. No. Yeah. Like, we've ran and I've been like, eh, I don't know if I could hit her 800 times. Like, yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. Hell, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I feel like I, I similar, I feel like the similar way as, as you do. Um, I would say kind of like more in college, though, just because not a lot of people play in college. I feel like it's, and like, even like being a woman's like more like, dang, like she's a college athlete, you know, kind of thing. Like, like, I'm not going to say like, you know, I was a star player or anything like that, but like, you know, I was still there doing my thing, playing college, you know? And, um, I mean, I guess it's not just for women either though, because it's like men and women, like it's hard to play in college and not Mm -hmm. a lot of people do it. Mm -hmm. Um, and like also like I know how you mentioned like the sense of community. I also felt that as well. Um, just knowing like you know you have your teammates with you no matter what. Um, and then also, I feel like sports just kind of give women, I don't know, some sort of like, not like power, but like you know you're sort of like you have like some sort of confidence, I guess. Oh, 100%. like it definitely helps with, with yeah. that. And yeah. you know women women need that sometimes. And and yeah, I, I don't know. 
it's that's a, it's a hard question to ask you know yeah I I like I want to second that I built a lot of my confidence and my identity into sports right um so I don't know if like this was the same for you but like graduating and being done with sports was so like I didn't realize how hard it was gonna hit me but when like I was finally done with sports I was like oh my god like I don't know who I am like that was so much of my life it was so structured and like so much of my identity it was all of my friends like to not have that anymore I like went through this period of time where I was like I'm not a woman in sports anymore no yeah like what am I but like I mean we we still are yeah no yeah it's just like a transitional period of like reclaiming that Mm -hmm. and I think that happens like I think I was reading a story that that's like a thing for like college athletes like no one teaches them like how to pretty much transition into the real world like you don't have to wake up at like freaking 5 Mm a.m you know you know how you have practice you know you have class you like your schedule is like pretty much set and then like after you graduate it's just all gone oh my god I would have loved like a little like quick hey by the way this is gonna be a big change no one really tells you like this is going to be a change yeah. in your life. That's, yeah. that's very true. Um, one of my friends, uh, plan to get her on the podcast next week as well. She's a counselor and <clears throat> she was talk. she talks a lot about, you know, mental health and sports. And like mm-hmm. she was doing a, um, she was doing a, a study on, you know, how people ingratiated back into like regular life after mm-hmm. sports. And so she was asking one day, like, what was some of the hardest things, you know, that you had to go through? And I was like, dang, like, that's a great question. And, like, I didn't play in, in college. I could have, but I was like, um, you know, I'm going to just focus on school. And I was like, I like I was trying to be a journalist. So I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't want to go to this little old school and be a journalist at this little town and then, <laughs> like, no one knows me, you know. So yeah. I was like, I'll just go to, you know, a better school bigger school in Mm -hmm. a sense where you know if I want to play and I really think I can play football then just try out you know but I never I like like you guys I never did college sports so I did we did flag like that was our (laughs) thing so that's how we kept busy and that's kind of like Mm -hmm. where we had our escape in a sense where we felt like oh yeah we're still doing this and like me and my friends joke about it all the time like when we went out there to like practice for flag it felt like we were conducting our own thing you know like we were taking stuff that our coaches taught us and then other dudes would come out there and be like oh what y'all doing you know and like we'll have a ladder on the ground we have cones or something Mm -hmm. and like they would jump in too so I'm like you guys are talking about building that community and it's like we saw that firsthand it's like dang people just like like we don't even know y'all and y'all are like Mm -hmm. oh y'all y'all are on the ladder like you know, let me jump on. Oh, and everyone yeah. wants to feel that, like, oh, I'm back in my, my glory days. Type yeah. thing. But um, when I responded to her um, thing, I said, one of the hardest things was, like, staying active. And, like, I didn't have a problem with being active. Like, we all went to the gym and did stuff. But it was, like, we didn't mm-hmm. have someone in your ear yelling at you, like, hey, yeah. do this. So at that point, I'm like, dude, if I don't ran a mile on the treadmill, like, I'm not about to run two more. Like, I'm done, you know? Right. Where, or, or if we were lifting, we weren't lifting the heavy, heavy stuff anymore because it's like, you know, we're we're regulating our own thing. So it's like, dang, we didn't get that, you know, someone telling you the authority type thing. So I, I told her, like, you know, 
having the motivation was another thing like, dang, you know, wow, I don't have someone like yelling at me, telling me to do this. So it was, it was different. That was one. And then of course, like mentally, cause it was just like, dang, I miss football mm-hmm. and like, I miss track. I miss basketball. Yeah. Um, I didn't play basketball in high school because I just went straight football. Mm-hmm. But I was like, dang, I miss like not having the feeling of putting the pads and helmet on was like, oh, yeah, like, <laughs> oh, my God. And like, I'm sure it's the same for you. You all like lacing up your soccer cleats, mm-hmm. lacing up your basketball, putting on your sleeves and all <laughs> that stuff. Like, it's just different. So, yeah. yeah. I um I like graduated in January 2020 and then like my season ended the next month. So it was kind of like everything stopped at once. Like abruptly. Oh yeah. my gosh. So I was able to stay active because I mean, all I was doing was working out yeah. after. But like, I'm starting to feel like that transition really moving here to DC, you know, now trying to be like a professional and stuff mm-hmm. like that, like kind of coming to conclusions like, yeah, I'm going to still stay active and stuff. But, you know, my mindset sort of changed like, now I have to focus on my career. Like, mm-hmm. it's not like just about basketball and stuff like that, yeah. you know? So it's, yeah. it's definitely a transition still. That's, yeah, you know? that's been hard for me too because yeah. like sports was like the most important thing in my life. Yeah. Yeah. And like growing up, I felt like my parents pushed sports more than they pushed like school. Yeah. Like I always had to be playing a sport. I always had to be doing something. And like, mm-hmm. so missing, missing that aspect of like competing has been huge for me yeah, as well. Like I'll say that yeah. as well. I love to compete yeah. and I no, love same. the feeling of competing and I can't find that same feeling in my life mm-hmm. anywhere else. No, so if anyone same. has any tips and tricks, um, <laughs> yeah, because Send them I, our way. I, I yeah. did like, I did like a little like league in the mm-hmm. fall mm-hmm. and it's just not the same. Not. I'm like, I can't get angry at this 7v7 game you know because then I look like a crazy person yeah they're like you're taking it too serious they're literally like chill yeah (laughs) so like too serious and and I also like I don't feel the same way as well so like I'm like how do you ever feel that passionate about something again no yeah yeah, definitely because like journalism like I love journalism like it's it's great but damn it doesn't give me the same thing as basketball like like, that physicality and just like putting in the time and stuff mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. that physical time and like even mental like yeah i don't get the same yeah. feeling from journalism like there's competition no. of course but yeah like, it's not as like it's not the same yeah, yeah. impactful it's not happening mm-hmm. yeah you know maybe at the same like yeah, intensity yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah and i need something to happen right i know i'm like i need someone to beat <laughs> yeah <laughs> Somebody yeah. <laughs> like let's race right now. Yeah, yeah let's race right, right now. <laughs> um, aye, aye. <laughs> so with that, we'll move on to um, the next question that I have for y'all. And so with this one, I think this is where we dive deep into the differences of um, women's sports and men's sports because obviously there are tons of differences. But I'll let Katie and Maydeen tell y'all. Um, so what are some of the glaring differences you see between men's sports and women's sports? Where do you start? I mean, the pay is a big thing Mm -hmm. still. Um, I can say the thing that I like am noticing or I feel the most right now is, um, like I was saying before, like telecasting and promotion. I think March is always a great time to like recognize that because Mm -hmm. we have March Madness. March Madness, yeah. And the women also play March yeah, Madness. Yeah, but theirs is just, they don't really call it March Madness. Well, actually, last year was the first year that they were 
allowed to call it March oh. Madness before it was the NCAA championship. Yeah. Right. Championship. I see, I see. So, I mean, that's a big one. Um, yeah, just like the way that it's like telecasted, like where it's telecasted, do you mm. have to buy a subscription yeah. to watch women's sports? Usually, yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's Plus. not on the primetime channels yeah. or right. times. Um, yeah, you you don't you can't walk into a bar and see women's basketball. Women's, yeah. Yeah. yeah, and like why why isn't women are playing too? Yeah, yeah. It, like especially right now in March, Women's yeah. History Month. Let's right. play the women. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I think um, definitely like promotions. Like I think I was reading the same thing with WNBA. Like they're just not getting a lot of like promoters or like you know like people sponsoring them and stuff like that, which is a big thing. Um, so yeah, I think and that. I feel like that could be easily changed. Yeah. It's like one way to help like yeah. with the inequality on income and stuff like that. Um, and then when I think of this, I also think of like Brittany Griner. She's well, yeah. recently it just happened to her and right. stuff like that. And she had to go to Russia to pretty much supplement the income mm-hmm. and stuff like that. That she's not making here, you know? Mm-hmm. Right. So things not like that she's not making a lot of money, but yeah, but it's enough. not, it's not, comparable to men right right and like it's just crazy how like after their season they go into another season right after like no rest men would never do (laughs) you know you think you know like and like in reality like you're a professional athlete you need to rest your body and stuff like that you need rest yeah and that's um it's a good thing that you bring that up because there's so many more injuries in the Mm -hmm. WNBA because of that like you don't have rest and your muscles don't get to recover and Mm -hmm. now you're putting it right back into a gruesome season and right. you you're, you're not you're not playing half ass you know like mm-hmm. you're playing to win mm-hmm. so you're overexerting yourself and then things like that happen mm-hmm. yeah. and then some women like choose not to even do the WNBA cuz it's not even worth it sometimes mm-hmm. like you don't get paid and they rather just play overseas and yeah. Yeah. get paid even more mm-hmm. um i i thought i heard that the WNBA is changing something where they're making it a priority, like more of like a priority. Like um, there was a big thing about chartered flights. Yeah, and I was like, that's like that. so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't even know that was a thing. Yeah. I was like, why yeah. is a professional team flying commercial? Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. Yeah, you need your own planes. Yeah, yeah. a lot with I like forgot what team was like. They were recording and they were like in a. <sighs> it was a, it was like a was it a gym. Oh, no, no, you're thinking the Sedona Prince yeah. thing. Yeah. yeah. No, I was thinking, um, oh, they had like a layover. It was one of the WNBA, oh. pl- like, and they were like recording, like they were like in this like yeah, hour long like layover. I and like, what you're talking about. they like brought up the whole commercial, mm-hmm. flying commercial and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. That's so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Like, um, I always worked, like I said, I always worked with the women's teams in college because those were the games that were available. You know, mm-hmm. other people, they got the big games they got the men's games and like I worked football of course and I worked men's basketball when I could but like I loved working with the women's because I was like if no one's gonna sign up for these games I am Mm -hmm. and I feel like I got my opportunities and I am where I am now because of that Mm -hmm. where I was like I don't really care who's playing I just want to watch the sport and I've always been that person who's loved watching sports so um coming up at Towson it was like I got my first opportunity was with the women's team and I got to go record them on a road trip because it was funny. There was a snowstorm that came and we were delayed like three days into the semester. So the first day of the semester was Thursday and 
all of the women's team's managers were like, we don't want to miss the first day of class. Like, oh my gosh, we don't, because their trip was Thursday, but everyone's of course thinking, we'll be back Monday, you go, blah, 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 and then we leave on Thursday. But since Thursday was the first day of the semester, they were like, we don't want to miss the first day of class, you know, mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And they were like, uh, Johnny, would you mind going? I was like, for a free road trip? And that's another thing. <laughs> well, I, I was like, going to say, did you drive? I, yeah, we, we got on the bus. And... Did the, did the men usually drive on buses? Yeah, they did. Okay. But they always, I would say the good thing about Towson was they always had flights back if it was from far away. So, so you drive out there? Yeah, we, so we drove, from, we drove from Baltimore to UNCW, which is in North Carolina. Mm -hmm. And then we went from UNCW right after the game and I didn't even know it was like that this was like my first taste of travel <laughs> with a big team too and it's like game ended packed up showered back on the bus three two three hours to yeah. Charleston yeah and then we flew back from Charleston the Sunday because it was like you're not driving back eight hours yeah, on a yeah. Sunday you know so mm -hmm. we actually had like a a day in between too so it was like okay good we had a chance to unwind you know mm -hmm. we got there on the Friday, and then we played the um, the Friday night. Well, we yeah, we left Thursday. We slept the night. They played the Friday night. Then we just went straight. So that was, like, different. And I was like, oh, we can on a plane. And I'm thinking, yeah, we might be on a private plane. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> and then it was like, um, hey, guys, say hello to the Towson women's basketball team. People are like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh, That's okay, so like, this is cool. Yeah. But um, I... And to compare, I traveled with the football team every game my last two years. Mm -hmm. And there was, we were always bus unless it was far. Yeah. And so sometimes we'd take a bus and then we'd fly back or we'd just fly. Mm -hmm. And the difference with flying was like no check bags. So all your stuff had to be in a duffel. What? And then there's a truck. So the truck has all the camera equipment, all the other stuff, and we put it into these big chesses, and we put it on the truck, and the truck drives to where we're going. But then we fly, and it's like no check bag. So like, you were going on there like with this much toothpaste, cause you're like, we have no check bags, you can't bring like a whole bunch of body wash, hair products, all that stuff. Mm -hmm. But um, I, I noticed the difference where it was kinda like, I felt like, the men's stuff was more organized in a way. Mm. And I'm not like, I know my Towson people will probably listen to this, but it's just, this is just a feeling. It's not like, it didn't yeah. have to be this way, but mm. I felt like with the men's stuff, we had boop, 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 boop. Mm. And like, we got an itinerary. Mm. But then like when I went with the women's basketball team, I only went one time. So I don't know if it's like this all the time, mm -hmm. but I was like, hey, text this person and she'll meet you at the bus. And I was mm. like, huh like i'm out here just hoping what 19 18 years old just like all right i'm waiting for the team i don't know where to go like but with football it was like 6 30 you're here and then we're leaving at 7 30 the mm. breakfast is gonna roll out and all mm. this other stuff and it was just like hmm I mean, that, that was a difference that i saw um i will say though i don't know if you guys know anything about like the nil yeah deals. nil is a huge thing now i think that's like where women are, can really start yeah, they, to like yeah, take over for sure. I saw some statistic, and I think it's too early, really, because no one's really collecting statistics in like a formal way. Mm -hmm. But like, 
women have six of the top ten um, NIL sports in yeah, like, like compensation. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. 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 So, like, I don't know. There's something there. Like, Gotta I mean, get it while you can. Yeah. Exactly. Like, invest in women. We're not going anywhere. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's. I mean, stay. like, business wise, it just kind of seems like a smart next step. Mm-hmm. Like, like, come on. Get in on the women. Yeah. <laughs> um, like, why wouldn't you? I mean, it's all helpful in the end. Yeah. I think that women are more successful with NIL, at least right now, just because statistically women are on social media a bit more. Yeah. And so, like, companies know that. And so, you know, they -hmm. want female athletes promoting their things or whatever. It is definitely a game changer, that's for sure. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, and it's fairly new and stuff, so I guess we'll see, like, how it keeps, you know, moving on and stuff. Yeah. And uh, um, to bring up soccer, I think of uh, Trinity Rodman. Mm. Trinity Rodman's Dennis Rodman's daughter and mm-hmm. it's like she's blazing her own path and yeah. I'm like right. whoa you're on US Team USA at 17 mm-hmm. yeah. and she plays for the Washington yeah, she does. Um, Spirit, Spirit. Yeah. yeah. I'm like whoa and she's I think she has the highest contract yeah, in so- in uh, N- the NWSL w- NWSL yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah she has the highest contract yeah, I think I and I'm like that. whoa she's so young it's so, so young and you're, you're getting the highest contract yeah. like dang yeah. They also and just made a bobblehead of her. Oh, really? <laughs> it's like nobody has a bo- bobblehead. She's really like, good. Yeah, like, Trinity got a bobblehead. <laughs> good conversation. Oh, my gosh. Like, yeah. yeah. It doesn't even matter that we're not on topic. <laughs> so it's kind of like, how would you go about changing these differences? Um, or do you have any recommendations for changing them? We kind of talked about, like, you know, the NIL and stuff. But yeah. mm-hmm. is there anything else that comes to your mind? Yeah comes to my mind is we talked about it a little bit um male allies mm-hmm. um but not even just allies i think you have to take it a bit farther i think like um to be the guy that doesn't just like go with the girls to yeah. the girls games but goes on their own to the girls games and invites other people yeah. you mm-hmm. know like be the person that watches mm-hmm. women's sports don't just like be there as an ally yeah um yeah and like actually yeah. care yeah. yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. It's a people follow trends and like, you know, yeah. you see one person doing it, totally. the others will follow and especially yeah. like professional athletes. I've been seeing them do it more, though, so mm-hmm. which is good. Um, yeah, I think that's important. I'm trying to think what else. I, I feel like it's co- more complicated. I don't know than people might think sometimes. I don't know. Or there's like a lot that goes into it, like yeah. the equal pay and stuff like has a lot of like you know, yeah, equal it, pay is like the the big yeah. thing but it's like with that no it's the fact that they don't bring the same viewers which is so crazy and like yeah that's that can't be the end-all be-all you no, know that's yeah that's what like, i'm saying like just because they are not filling eighty thousand mm-hmm. seats in an arena is like they're still doing the same exact thing that the men are doing. And it's also like people don't know to go. Yeah. yeah. So like how are people supposed to show up if they don't know, if they're mm. not promoted or if you can't walk into a bar and watch and them? And watch it, yeah. Even if sometimes, even if you go, because I have, and asked like, oh, can you turn on this game? They'll be like, we don't have Hulu Plus. Or yeah. like, <laughs> you know, yeah. like the only, or like Peacock, yeah. or like yeah. the only thing that like yeah. you can watch women's sports on. So mm-hmm. it's like making those deals with those like big broadcasting yeah. um companies are huge Mm -hmm. i like read something that was like baseball like the world series viewership has dropped like 
over half baseball or something. In, in itself yeah. is like, like plummeting. Tanking. Yeah. But like I like baseball though. <laughs> I'm, a baseball I'm a baseball fan. hater. Over I'm a here. baseball fan. <laughs> um, but regardless, like CBS or whatever, like still have baseball like deals, mm-hmm. and they're still right. gonna play the yeah. games, even though like. People, people aren't, aren't watching, watching yeah and so like these baseball players still have million dollar contracts hundreds of millions like, so yeah and it, it, it's just like it blows my mind yeah i think it was kelsey plum um i think she was the one she's talking on podcasts about like equal pay and not i think she said something like on like this is not like the exact quote but like on the lines of like we don't want to get paid like the exact same amount as men, but we just want to be like compensated mm-hmm. for the amount of like mm-hmm. work and like mm-hmm. what we put in, you know, like, so I feel like people don't also understand that as yeah. well. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, it's definitely interesting. I also think when it comes to like equality um, in general or equity in general, mm-hmm. um, people, the people like with the power think that like that means taking something away from them. Yeah. So, it's not. No, like you can, Male sports and female sports can exist in the same. Yeah, they they can coexist. It's not right. like it. One has to be. Oh no, this only happens here. You know, mm-hmm. they both happen at the same time. Yeah. Like especially collegiately. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then you have sports like track, which are co-ed. Like, right. You you run for the men's team, but like y'all are a team together. Yeah. Um, but I can say this little fun thing that I do that you guys can do too. In fact, I encourage it. Um, I like to go places and say like, oh, like if a game's on, to just say like, oh, are you ask, are you watching like the MNBA? Like just <laughs> add M in front of everything. <laughs> the MNBA. Or like to even be a little bit more like saucy, like oh, the MNFL. <laughs> and like just see people's reactions. It's so funny. That's funny. <laughs> but it's also like just like a like little gentle reminder that like just yeah. because you say basketball doesn't mean that we should just automatically think of men. Men. Right. Right. The men's NFL. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny that's to a me. Good, that's a good one. Yeah. That's a good one. All y'all out there, y'all hear it. <laughs> <laughs> Just watch Start the reactions. Too. Like, it's very telling. <laughs> I think when it comes down to it, I mean, these are all businesses too. Like, right. if you guys want to like, you guys got to promote this stuff, you know? Like, I yeah. mean, it's a business and I think it's possible to definitely like, you know, make your business better, get more viewership, you know? It's definitely a thing. You just got to market in the right way and yeah. I think it will happen just because of the fact that it is a business and we right. we are in America. Like, I think people are going to just, like, start seeing that, like, you can make money on women's sports. And so it'll just spiral from yeah. there, I think. Because right. then it'll just be people scrambling to, like, buy women's sports teams. Exactly, mm-hmm. yeah. I kind of want to go back to what you said about the men allies. Um, I think everything changed for me in middle school about this because what what our middle school did it was different so we would have a bracket in the gym for every march madness mm. but they would have the women's bracket as well oh so it wow. was like it was different it was really different because all me and all my friends were filling out the brackets on, you know, the ESPN yeah. or whatever, just doing the men's. Yeah. But mm-hmm. then, like, once we went into the gym and they had the women's bracket next to it, it was like, hmm, this is different. Yeah. But this was also at the time when UConn was, like, 
the end all be all. If you didn't pick UConn as the winner, it, people were looking at right. you like, what the heck? Right. And they were winning every year. So it was yeah. kind of like a lot UConn. of people were like, there's no point in doing the women's bracket. Mm. But it was like, just to see it up there was kind of okay. like, to remember it's this an is option. different like yeah it's yeah. it's yeah. actually up there and they weren't like you know little pe- they were like huge pieces mm, that's so cool. yeah, what they would do cool. every week was fill in each team who mm-hmm. was winning right. and then you're like huh and then you go to the women you had to, the option of the women's side to see like oh, okay like this team won oh this team won you know so that was different but another instance was i played basketball and we had a women's team well girls because it was women and men boys and girls Girls basketball (laughs) so um our team we were real good and we knew we were going to be good and the thing is i I was playing on the team with like four five six of my teammates from aau Mm. so we're like we all live in this we all live in the same vicinity so we already were playing basketball on our own outside of school Mm -hmm. and then for us to be on the same school team it was like we're we're right back in the gym doing the same thing so like let's go Mm -hmm. and we were like we're gonna be the best and we we ended up we had seven games we were six and one we lost to one school and that one school we only lost because our coach got a tech and they made him sit down and it was like and it was it was a horrible game the refs were (laughs) the refs were bad Mm -hmm. but um you know people from that school who were playing they probably are like yeah we beat them and, yeah. and the refs didn't cheat you know yeah. but we knew we were going to be really good and the girls team was not mm. but there was players on the girls team that I knew like we used to play one on one outside and I'm like she ain't no scrouch mm-hmm. you know you know like she ain't no you know she yeah. can hoop mm-hmm. and there was a there was a bunch of girls on the team maybe like four or five of them they were really good and there was others who were just you know they play basketball but they might not have known the fundamentals and all the other stuff but the girls the girl there was one girl on the team kiera shout out kiera <laughs> kiera like kiera was the best player on w- no matter what team it was, when she came into high school as a freshman, she was the best player on the team. Mm. And so, um, Kiera was like, everyone knew it was Kiera or die. And then there was another girl, Kamaya, and Kamaya was real good too. And so the men, some I don't know who it was, and I I promise you I don't know who it was. If I did, I would I still name. wouldn't say their name if I did, but I promise I don't know who said it. But it was like. The rumbles around the whole school was that the girls' basketball team was not good. Mm. And so it was kind of like, uh, you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah. And I don't know who said it, and it wasn't me. <laughs> they were like, the girls' basketball team sucks, like, you know. And then the girl, or a girl or some girls on the team heard it. Mm. So with that, we got in so much trouble. And we were like, who... I was like, who said that? But at the same time, we all were like so mad that we were going to be in trouble. We were like, the whole school saying it. Why are we getting singled out? You know? And that kind of flipped the perspective for me. Mm. We got in so much trouble and our coach was like, we're at the, he was like, we're at the, shout out Coach Odell. He was like, (laughs) we're at the same school Mm -hmm. and we're doing the same thing. We're playing the same sport. And he's like, and when you look into the stands, who's up there? And I was like, you're right. Mm. They are. They're 
right there and obviously the school but like yeah at the girls basketball games i don't i don't think we were usually there because sometimes their games might have been the same day as our game mm. but like we might have had a game where they didn't have a game so yeah. they could come to our game and so like that's you said that's a that's another thing like yeah. scheduling, scheduling and all that yeah. so it was different because he broke that down for us and obviously we ran we ran like hell and he was like <laughs> at the end of it he was like these and they they were finishing practice and so they had finished practice before us and we were finishing up and then he called them out and we oh. ran in front of those girls <laughs> we ran like hell in front of those girls yeah. and they all were <laughs> they were like <laughs> and I was like I remember <sighs> huffing and puffing and I'm like y'all you know like like you said they're doing they're going through the same thing they run just like us they're tired right. just like us but like yeah. that was different and that moment we um when we were done when he felt like we were done he was like bring it in and then he was like lady bobcats on three and we were like Aww. Lady Bobcats, you know? <laughs> and then they were kind of like, yeah, like, like, yeah. And I remember like seeing them in school, like for the next you know couple of weeks, and when I, and I was like, look, I don't know who said it, but I'm sorry, you know. Mm-hmm. So that kind of flipped the the thing yeah. for me. And then ever since then, I've been like, yeah, they need our support because yeah, yeah. y'all gotta support each other. That was wrong. Yeah. Like <laughs> I'm like, I know the whole school was saying it, but like, right, y'all we didn't, didn't have, have to. Say we it. didn't have to be the team to. <laughs> yeah say it too you know yeah, especially so. like you're they're like counterparts yeah you know? exactly like, yeah it was it was <laughs> you're both playing the same sport right. at the end of the day yeah, yeah it was a it was a that was i think that flipped the script for me oh, um, yeah it's good reflecting so um, yeah <laughs> with that uh we kind of talked about inequalities but did you guys face any like personally while you were playing no hmm. um i like the one that comes to mind is like like scheduling like game times like we would have home games um or if we had night games we would always have the games first so we would have like the 5 p.m game and then the men would play on because we had one soccer field so then the men would play on the um at the 7 p.m game Mm -hmm. and so we would like have nobody really at our games and then like at the end of the game people would start to come and you're like oh but then you remember they're just coming for the men's Mm -hmm. game at seven i always i you know i always didn't like the double header but i i kind of did because i was like me personally i was like oh yeah i'm getting two games but like yeah friends i had weren't coming to the girls game first yeah i mean I, just... I i get it's long but yeah. like mm-hmm. i don't know i mean i would get excited for like the last 10 minutes of the game because i knew that more people would watch but like how sad is that yeah. like it's not fair um i can remember one time we had like our soccer field like all the fields were in the middle of our campus and like so the soccer field was in the middle and then the football field is like just a bit like diagonal to it and so we were doing like our whole warm-up we were like blasting our warm-up music and whatever and then the football team had a game, and so they did their whole walkout thing, and they made us turn down our warm-up music so that mm. the football team could, like, walk out and then, like, do their Pledge of Allegiance mm. or, or whatever. And I was like, I just know that, like, y- football wouldn't turn down your mu- yeah, their no. music for us. Like, yeah. we just had to, like, warm up in silence, like, while the football team Damn. played. This was in college? Yeah. or Dang. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. That's crazy. Maybe you got anything mm. you can think of? 
I'm trying to, but I don't, I don't really think so. Not really, nothing like that comes like straight to mind. Um, yeah, I don't know. So, so I yeah. Have, I have another story. This oh, one's a little, yes, a little yes. like juicy. Do, do tell. <laughs> do tell. <laughs> juicy, but I guess it kind of like <laughs> goes into like my senior year where like shit hit the fan. But like, mm. um, so we had, so like this new coach was new. And um, she, something happened. I, like, it's so complicated. It's really not worth getting into. But, like, something happened where, like, the freshmen were not feeling, they felt like we were maybe targeting them a little bit as upperclassmen, mm, which, like, okay. oh, come on. Happens. It's, yeah, y'all are freshmen. This is the nature <laughs> yeah. of sports. Like, yeah. get with the program, youngin. <laughs> yeah, like, I had to drag the the goals all over the field yeah, as what? a freshman like and my coach like my coach before would like yell at us to do it like mm-hmm. he'd be like freshman go get the goals yeah. and so like the change to have this new coach that like didn't act like that which I don't necessarily 100% agree that that's right but like the way that she tried to like counter it was not so good um so she sort of like the freshman complained to her and so I think just being like a new coach, she sort of felt like she had to like take charge. Yeah. Mm. So she like ended up telling like the AD um, that like all the seniors were bullying the freshmen <sighs> and like hazing the freshmen. And we were like, this is not a thing. What? <laughs> she didn't tell you guys anything before that? She no, like, hey, guys. she like did like a little like bait and switch on us. Like it's really complicated, but like basically just like heard about the freshman being like, oh, they're bullying us. And then was like, okay, I'm going to watch. And then, like, spent two games and practices, like, watching us. And then, like, like we probably were like, hey, can you pick that up? Like, yeah. to one of the freshmen. And yeah. she was, like, yeah. writing it down. Oh. Like, And so then, like, one, like, practice, she, like, sneak attacked us with the AD and, like, sat us all down and was like, you guys are bullying them. And, like, that's against the law. And, like, blah, blah, blah. And we were like, what? Like, literally, what the fuck? <laughs> um, so we ended up getting in, like, there was, like, a whole thing. It was, like, the rest of my season was, like, freshman versus, like, the upperclassmen. Like, we're hazing them and, like, blah, blah, blah. And, That's like, crazy. It yeah. was, like, and, like, the coach hated us and, like, just wanted to get on, like, the freshman's good side because she was about to be with them for four yeah. years. For and we were, time. like, out the door. So she was, like, you guys suck. Yeah. Um, but so we had to deal with that, and the ADs took away all of our privileges. We um, ended up not being able to go to the tournament, the like, championship tournament, because wow. we were bullies. Um, meanwhile, um, that happens. That's crazy. It was so crazy. Like <laughs> yeah. my so crazy. last game, I was like, like literally, like fuck you to that girl. <laughs> That's so crazy. Um, and at the same time, the ice hockey team. Many, There's probably many hazing out of ha- the ass hazing, for them. Oh my god! Many sexual assault like Psh, allegations flying course. around. Wow! Nothing happens to them. Yeah, they yeah. can go to the frozen four. Mm. Like they can do that. Mm-hmm. Mm. And we're just like, what? The? So I think like the reaction to like us doing that, they're like, oh shoot, we have to do our job and like make sure that there isn't hazing going on. But like for the men, because like the alumni, like mm. the money that we get, we can't shut them down. We can't shut down the football team, even though we know that they whack each other in the locker rooms. Yeah. Like, it was just like the reaction to us doing something and not giving us a chance to like talk about it. Right, was insane mm. when we everyone knows that like worse to- shits going yeah. on with the men's team. Way and they worse. they never suffered consequences. Like Damn. my season ended because mm. of this, and like yeah, oh, it was like so bad. Mm. 
that happens so like especially like with football teams whatever team's bringing in the money yeah they won't much, do anything they're just like any problem that hush, happens is like hush, shh, throw it under the table you know mm-hmm. anybody. yeah pretty mm-hmm. much right. which is a whole other issue in its own yeah <laughs> so that's crazy i noticed that <laughs> dang um i'll just bring up one that's like it's not really personal it's more mainstream but i think it was right before covid maybe there or was it after covid maybe it was right after covid the tournament right after covid and i think it was the oregon basketball team was in the gym yeah and like they said this is the gym that they gave us for was that march madness yeah Yeah, it was march madness yeah Yeah. yeah. that was sedona um okay yeah and i'm like they just gave them a rack of weights. Yeah, like free Crazy. <laughs> a rack of dumbbells. Yeah, yeah, dumbbells. And I was like, whoa. And the girl was like, this is our gym. Mm-hmm. And she flipped the camera and I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, no way. Mm-hmm. Crazy. A rack of dumbbells. And it wasn't even like, you know, a rack of dumbbells that go from 10 to yeah, 50 no. or 60. <laughs> it was like, four. It was like the, <laughs> yeah. the 2.5, 5, yeah. 10, 15, like, 20, 25. Almost like, collegiate athletes. Like, they're not yeah. lifting that. They're like, not lifting that. Uh-huh. What? I was like, or like come professional on. athletes. And then, like, I just remember there was so much outrage. And then yeah. immediately the NCAA was like, yeah, we got you a new gym. Yeah. Oh my God. And I'm like, <laughs> I was like, this is so wrong. Like, yeah. I'm like, that is so disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like, it would only happen to women. Like, yeah. yeah. And the, and the thing is, is that nothing would have happened if she didn't post that on social media. Yeah. So sure. like the downside is like, women have to be their own advocates. Mm-hmm. If she would, if she would have just said, huh, this is how it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. would have never known no one would have said anything she might have she probably would have taken pictures and maybe shared it later on but like yeah they needed action at that moment because that was oh, yeah. so ridiculous yeah um, and there's probably instances like that all over the place but people aren't like posting them on right tiktok or whatever yeah so yeah that was crazy i remember that yeah that was crazy and that then the men's insane. gym was like the squat racks gym. everywhere. <laughs> squat you know? racks. The freaking um, like rogue the plates dip and machines, stuff. Yeah, all that endless plates. You know, like it's just yeah. It's just, it's I crazy. think I think she like initially complained like just to the NCAA, and they came back so, at yeah. her being like, "Well, there's just not enough room." Mm-hmm. And so that's when she posted the TikTok, being like, "Literally, look, look, at, the look at the room." Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they were like, they, <laughs> and they <laughs> had like, I think they didn't they have like a little divider in between. Yeah, like there was I'm a like, perfect. Come place. on now, yeah. this is uh, what are we doing back to middle school where it's like, all right, Mrs. Blah blah blah's class on that half, <laughs> yeah. and the other over there. Like, yeah. no, yeah, that's so ridiculous. I'm like so confused what. What person, probably man, was like, this is fine. Yeah. (laughs) This is good. (laughs) All right, listeners, we're going to take a water break. Enjoy a quick tune from UM. That's U W E M. You can keep your dollar bill. I may live in America, but you know I'm from Ghana still. Cheekbones give it all away, but it's okay. I got a pill. I hop up in the whipping skirt. My girl said that I gotta chill. But I have to make moves, baby. You know Jesus got the will. He carried our sins underwood. You know that they gone for good. I stamp, I can't go Hollywood. Matter of fact, I probably should expose all of these actors offset. Kinda like Cardi could. Jesus love and effect. I don't do it for checks, just do it to bless. Don't forward the set. That's two to the 
chest Like Lonzo when he's shooting his best I'm like Alfonso Ribeiro I'll shoot to protect his will Yes, a fresh prince line, man, do what you feel Trust is more inside the bank But money don't always heal A reminder not to switch like Aunt Viv off the rail Look, please don't you switch off the rail yeah. First name Camille Ain't no one here lyrical as me So I'm in control, Miss Marche If you're nasty, definitely got a man If your friend is the one who's asking Said first names first, it'll never be mentioned Lastly, pockets on a Google While you still trying to ask Jeeves So riddle me, how you think you ever would surpass me Actually Let me relax, it's like nah I be saying that And then continue to spaz Cause see I might speak it casually But I do mean it actually So when they pardon my vernaculars When they get mad at me Me I add a salt to the earth My dudes is battery So unless you wanna leave in a hearse Keep the camaraderie I don't feel the need to rehearse I'm with the number three So I don't even shoot for the greatest It just keeps happening <laughs> I said I don't even shoot for the greatest It just keeps happening what are some of your like best memories from playing the sports? My high school soccer team won states. Oh, oh that's pretty big. That's yeah. Nice. Congratulations. <laughs> Thank you. you got a ring. I did get a ring. It doesn't ring. fit me anymore because I was 14. Oh, wow. <laughs> uh, but I get free resizing for life. I just need to, you know, oh, find, oh, that's, find that's, it. That's tough. <laughs> oh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that was cool. Mm-hmm. We got like a whole like police bus escort back oh, that's to nice. school. Dang, that's yeah. pretty cool. That's cool. Yeah, it was fun. I wish I won states. Yeah, I can't relate. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't win a championship or anything. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just went to like playoffs sometimes, mm-hmm. but <laughs> they like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. This one time, <laughs> I don't know if this is like the best memory either. Uh, it's just what's coming to my mind right now because you're talking about high school I remember I got like food poisoning mm. from like one of the cafeteria like like food like yeah. I got I don't know what you said like brunch or whatever it was before lunch um, mm. and I ate that and um, I had a track meet right after school and I remember like just like yakking <laughs> yakking oh so my much gosh. my stomach was killing me and like I just remember Running the 100 <laughs> and then running straight to the trash can right after. Like, running oh the 200 and just running straight to the crowd. Oh like, it was pretty epic if you think about it. I was yeah, just, just pushing my body up. to a limit yeah. right there. Yeah, you, you were coming. Rock star. Yeah, I was like, I've been like, trash I'm now. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty crazy. I would have said, that's it. No more. I I'm know. Done for the day. My basketball coach had came out to watch me, so I was like, uh, I gotta, oh, you gotta I gotta run. Mm-hmm. I gotta run. Kudos to Nadine, y'all. She, she's a trooper. <laughs> I had like a similar, not, not food poisoning, but Uh. in high school for my track, um, I was like such a shithead in track in high school. I don't, I don't know why. Um, but I, so you would do like in high school, you would like run the prelims and then you would do the finals like Mm -hmm. the same day, Yeah. which like in college, usually it would be like the next day, which is crazy. Yeah. (laughs) It was so crazy that they made you do it twice. So, and I was like, I didn't even want to run the 200 once. So like... Mm. Because I, I actually, like, for context, hated track. Um, oh. I had, like, no intention of running in college. I was just going to use it to get in, and then I was going to um, get out of there. But I ended mm-hmm. up, like, really liking my coach and the people, so I stayed. But anyway, <laughs> hated track. Hated track in, in high school. And so I would always run 
the 200 and I'd try to time it so that I would not make the finals. Mm -hmm. Like I would be like, I'm going to run it so it looks like I'm trying really, really hard, but I don't want to make the finals. (laughs) I don't want to have to run again. (laughs) And so I did what I thought was that. Uh And so I was like, I'm done. And so then I went and I was just doing my own thing. And then the finals came up and I was like, not for me. Um, Turns out I did make the finals (laughs) in like the last place, which is if you do track, you're on the fucking you're yeah. the outskirts. You're I late hate eight. That. That's so <laughs> you terrible. don't see people coming. Yeah, and like, oh then <laughs> like it is not yeah. ideal. Like if you're gonna make finals, you don't want to be eight. <laughs> so true. I was like, "Are you kidding me?" Like, but I didn't know that. Yeah, because I was in the porta potty. And then uh-huh. all of a sudden, people are banging on it. They're like, "Get out! Get out!" Like your your race is coming. Like, <gasps> what? And someone like throws my spikes at me. They're oh literally God. in the blocks. Like they're ready to run. And Whoa. the guys, they're like with the gun, and I'm like. And my coach is like, get on the track. And so I, like, throw them on. I barely tie them. Like, I don't even think they're tied. I literally, like, hurdle over the like over the, the fence. Because uh-huh. there's, like, a whole ass yeah. fence. Yeah, I know the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, fence. That was a like thing. Everyone's yeah. watching. I'm like, oh, fuck me. And I just get into I didn't even change the blocks. I just got in them. Got and I was like, you. okay. <laughs> I don't remember how it went. But I was like, my coach, like, then used it, like, against me, like, later. And was like, see, when you run, you run to win. Katie oh. fucked up. <laughs> I was like, thank you. <laughs> That's so crazy. I did. <laughs> uh, yeah. That's crazy. Any, like, best memories involving watching women's sports? Like, something something you saw? Um. Hmm. Anytime the women win the World Cup is yeah. always yeah. a good like, one. This summer's going to be so... Yeah, I'm yeah. just really excited. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think maybe just because like and the World Cup is just so amazing. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's the big yeah. deal. And like I I I love that like the women are so much better than the men. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just like by far. Just an obvious like look. Yeah. And like um I don't know, it's all like especially like playing soccer like you're like yeah. wow, these girls are so good and they're so cool mm-hmm. and like yeah. I want to be like them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think about that all the time too. That's like one of my favorites. I remember watching. Um, I know they lost that one time. It was like to Japan or something in penalty kicks. Mm-hmm. But I remember watching that game. Like, dang. Yeah. You know. Yeah. But that was still like a great. Ma- I remember I used to be like, Yo, I love Hope Solo. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> I love Hope Solo. Yeah. And, and Abby Wombat. Yeah, Abby was like. Oh, she was yeah. I was like, Oh my god, Abby's like yeah. the greatest. And yeah. then once the others started coming up, like Megan and Carly and yeah. all and. Alex, Alex Morgan, Morgan. I was I like, Alex Morgan. now yeah. they're like the old group. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Crazy. yeah. Exactly. like Trinity oh. Robbins bringing up like mm-hmm. the new girl, the oh, next yeah. generation. Yeah. You know, there's uh, a high schooler that just got um, signed to the Washington Spirit. Oh. She's 15. Wow, that's so yeah. crazy. You know, I think, I, think I did see that. Yeah, I, I think, think she, I did see that. I don't know if she's like the same amount of a player as like the other ones. I think it might be like oh, the high schooler. Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. I, I'm not sure how it works exactly. Like that's so dope. I like can't even imagine what that's like. Yeah. Soccer is crazy like that. Some of them get like pulled oh, up. Good. Yeah, even on the men's don't side 14, too. Yeah, yeah. like you I'm have like, to choose to go to college or you like go to college mm-hmm. for a year it's and crazy. then you just like. And it's it's a good thing that you brought that up because um, working with Georgetown Athletics, like when we worked with the soccer teams and we would do all the videos and stuff for them, I'm like, who like who are these people? You know, like mm-hmm. I don't really know them, but I'm like, we got a Georgetown had a top five soccer team, so. Mm. Once I went to the roster and like see people, I'm like, okay, you find their Instagram, and then like, I'm seeing this dude is signed to New York FC, but he's mm. playing at Georgetown. I'm like, wait, what? Why yeah, you not like? Crazy. Huh? Yeah. And then somebody else is signed to like some other 
MLS team, I'm like, dang, mm-hmm. like this is. I'm, and then I'm like, you know, soccer is different like that. Like, yeah, you can be like, uh, I decided to go to school for a year or two, and then. <laughs> Then go pro. Just yeah. come yeah. to your team when you're ready. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just gonna yeah. go to Europe real quick. Yeah, like, yeah. whoa. Yeah, soccer's cool like that, though. Um, I think one of my, another one of my favorites is, um, I really love the Olympics. Mm-hmm. The Olympics always good, yeah. The Olympics is, like, the greatest thing for equality in sports because you get to see so many different sports, and it's on NBC, like, yeah. and it's only on NBC. And NBC is, like, you know, the platform for the olympics so it's like you get to see those people and then they also interview you know the women too like i think about katie ledecky like Mm -hmm. yeah everyone knows her from the olympics yeah like she was 15 when she first won and i'm like she's still winning like i'm like she's pretty much michael phelps like yeah yeah. she's like on track yeah and then um one one thing i i really loved um us the usa four by one beating jamaica mm-hmm. and setting the world record that mm-hmm. was like huge because i was like man the jamaican men are yeah even, we're not beating them <laughs> right. yeah. but for because like um the jamaican woman shelly ann fraser price she was the fastest yeah. but like the four by one relay team beat them and that was that was like a a big thing mm-hmm. i was like oh yeah i love this they're so fast yeah they're blazing fast yeah. and then i also loved when Sonya Richards Ross won her first gold in the um, 400, mm-hmm. because I remember watching the Olympics four years before, and she was in the lead, and then she died at the end, and she got mm. third. Yeah. And so this time, everyone was like, let's see if she wins it. And right. when she was coming into the lead, I was like, please don't die, please <laughs> don't die, please don't die. Yeah. And then she kicked it up, and I was like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And a, a funny story, like um, me and my friend ran into her at the mall one day, <laughs> and because her husband used to play for the Ravens, the Baltimore oh, Ravens, okay. yeah, um, Aaron Ross, oh. and the, the Ravens and the Giants, I think he used to play for, mm. and um, I think at that time he was playing for the Giants, but we saw them in the in our in our regular mall, and we're like, I was like, Sonia Richards Ross <laughs> and Aaron Ross, and she, and he was like. And we're like, oh yeah. And we're like, can we please get a pic? Like, we're, we're in. I ain't going, we were in Victoria's Secret, but like, you know, we we're buying stuff for our, our friends. You know, yeah. yeah. Um, I think it's probably still on my Facebook. I like but I was like, it. oh my gosh, like that was that was like great. And that, so that's yeah. kind of like another reason why I like Sonya Richards Ross moment so much too. Yeah, yeah. that's very cool. Connection. Yeah. The Olympics yeah. in general, like the U.S women's basketball team they mm-hmm. always kill it always always yeah, yeah. even the gy- the gymnasts mm-hmm. yes that's been really nice too yeah. mm-hmm. um seeing like the usa gym team come up like that yeah despite all of the crap they went through yeah which is crazy which is another mm-hmm. issue yeah. within another, itself another like, literally we See, get into men that. men being the coaches and, yeah. and the, 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 trainers. the trainers the yeah. trainers everything like it's fucking terrible oh yeah yeah um so we'll we'll like wind down here and um end the show with um what advice would you give to like the young women and girls out there playing sports or thinking of playing i would say don't let anyone tell you that you can't do it and that if it gives you joy and purpose and confidence then like don't shy away from that like use that Mm -hmm. um I think like sports has offered me so much in life. I've learned so much that like, it's like, 
incomparable to anything else. Um, that like, if you feel like you could have that same experience, then like do it. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I, I second that. Um, yeah, I guess any, any girl that's looking to play a sport or thinking about it, I mean, definitely will pull you out of your comfort zone. That's for sure. But I mean, it's definitely rewarding. You'll meet other girls just like you pretty much just wanting to play the sport, do something fun. Um, yeah, you definitely build a community, you build teammates, you make lifelong friends from it. And I definitely recommend, um, girls who are thinking about playing a sport to definitely try it out. Um, and yeah, and also like, like you were saying, like, you know, I mean, you don't necessarily need to shy away from it or anything like that, but I mean, it's definitely gonna like towards the end, it's going to help you out a lot. And you never know. I mean, you might continue to play, you might really love the sport and you know, and if it brings you happiness, um, yeah, you just gotta do what makes you happy. And, and yeah, sports are, sports are really important, especially for women to, you know, like I said earlier, build confidence, build friendships. Um, and yeah, yeah, it just molds you into yeah. a certain person. and Like yeah. you were saying earlier, like, we need more women in sports. And, like, I feel now, like, a bit, like, indebted to sports. Mm-hmm. And, like, that I just feel like I want to give back a little bit. Right. So, like, I'm going to find some way in my life to, like, keep sports in my life. Yeah. Um, right. Yeah. And I also think, um, I don't know, sometimes, like, like, me personally, like, playing basketball and being short, <laughs> I feel like, you know, if there's any little girls out there who are like, you know, I'm too short to be playing basketball. Don't let that yeah. stop you. You could, you could do it if you wanted to. And yeah, and yeah don't let that stop you, you know? Mm-hmm. Totally. Everyone's always rooting for the underdog, you know? Yeah, and <laughs> if you're somebody that doesn't look like the stereotypical person that plays that right. position or plays that sport, do it. that's even all the more reason to do it. Just be, yeah. be that person or, yeah, be that girl for another little girl exactly yeah yeah um that's great advice um thank you all for sharing and you know putting it out there hopefully some young girls are listening um (laughs) so i'll just do a little quick one i'll say whatever it is you can do it yeah like there's no limitations except the ones that you put on yourself so for the young girls out there who are thinking like, oh, maybe that's not for me, just try it. Mm-hmm. Like fail upward, you know, mm-hmm. even if it doesn't work out, it like it could work out later, you yeah. know, right. or you can always learn that hmm, maybe this wasn't for me, but this is, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so I would just always say, you know, do try, try, try. Um, and then uh, don't let what the men say about you discourage you at all because mm-hmm. like like I said I think my perspective flipped when I you know the incident happened in middle school yeah. and so like <laughs> in middle school yeah <laughs> and I'm like <laughs> changes the person yeah, yeah. like really you know does, in middle yeah. school you're kind of like learning so yeah, much more about yourself growing, you yeah. know you should ask like if you're still in touch with any of them how how it made but, them feel yeah, because I feel like you either go yeah I am shit yeah, yeah. or you go I'm gonna show those boys yeah yeah um dang that's a that's a, a good suggestion i probably should reach out to <laughs> yeah you really have to out them, yourself like, yeah dang like so do you remember they might be like okay like whatever yeah, yeah. but don't let what any man says 
um, or a woman. Yeah, let's say yeah. or a woman. Yeah, what yeah. they say about you because I ain't gonna lie, women be haters. Yeah. So no, definitely. Yeah. I think other a lot girls, of women yeah. feel like they have to be a certain way to fit into this like male sports role, mm-hmm. yeah. and that's just like not true at all. Yeah. Um, so a lot of women can put you down too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like you know, don't listen to what they say if. Even if it's like the girls who don't really play sports and think like you know oh they're, you know they're the pretty girls and they they're too good to do whatever it is like, just let them know like hey this is what I'm interested in this is my passion and lastly I'll say just chase it chase mm-hmm. the passions if it comes to you like don't let it go because of what somebody else said or what you might think you won't be able to do just chase it and mm-hmm. you never know what can happen yeah and like trust in the people who show you that like they're there for you and they want to support you yeah the other thing i would say is like find female role models like yeah. look yeah. for those women that are playing the sports that you want to play or playing the positions that you want to play and they're out there they're mm-hmm. out there yeah. they might not just for sure. they might not be in your face in mm-hmm. the same way but like don't just default to the men like yeah. find the women that are doing the same thing mm-hmm. and i'd also say go go to women's games yeah, yeah. find the professional teams that are around mm-hmm. you or even like the college teams that are around you and Watch the Get girls. a taste. Yeah, yeah. watch yeah. the women. Yeah. Another thing I will say is, in those situations, I feel like the female role models who are there are looking at the young kids who are looking at them. So they might see your bright eyes and they might give you a wave or something, or they yeah. might say, "Oh, you want to come like mm-hmm. kick the ball or whatever." <laughs> and like for example, um, at the Georgetown UConn women's basketball game, it was at the Mystic Stadium. Um, that was like a big stage because it was like we've never had that much support for like women's basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, granted, like Georgetown has a really good network of fans and like they'll go to whatever the game is. But like at that arena, it was different because that was like a women in sports celebration. Mm-hmm. So you had all the teams there. And, like, field hockey was out there. And, like, mm-hmm. whenever a little girl was walking by with their parents, they were like, you want to learn how to, you know, you want to learn how to hit the ball or do you want to know how to do this? And then mm-hmm. they would say, like, oh, yeah, sure. And then the parents are, like, you know, pulling their phones out, like, oh, my gosh, like, look at her. Yeah. And then um, I think it was rowing maybe. They had, like, the oar and they would, like, <gasps> say, could you pick it up? Could you pick it up? Yeah. And, like. I pick pick it up, but I was like, I didn't <laughs> expect it to be this heavy. So it's like yeah. that's another thing where it's, a guy was coming over, like, oh, yeah. and then I'm yeah. like, yeah, look at you, yeah, and they're out do there it. doing this with that yeah. all day, you yeah. know, in the water, yeah, in the water, like what, <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I would say, you know, just like you said, try to go to the games, figure figure out yeah. whichever one it might be is close to you. And, yeah, and you can also like watch women's sports when it's not the olympics and it's not yeah. the world cup like mm-hmm. like you said yeah. like the college teams and the high school teams play all all, all year all round, year round yeah. yeah yeah i would also just mention i mean you know how you're talking about the college athletes earlier um you know athletes or female athletes that are right now playing they need to you know realize like you know you never know when some little girl's watching you right you know you mm-hmm. need to be like some sort of role models like show them like you know like they could be just like you pretty yeah. much, you know, so engage. it's also know? good to just be aware that, you know, people are also watching you and stuff like that. Cause I mean, I used to always love like doing like camps or like coaching, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. you know, basketball yeah. and stuff. And I see like one girl with all these little boys, you know, and I'm just like, you know, like she's watching me, like yeah. how yeah. I interact, how I show them how to play and stuff. So, I mean, you know, college, even high school athletes, you guys are role models and yeah. 
you know, you mm. never know who's watching yeah, and gotta realize who that. you're going to inspire. And yeah. Yeah, that's a good one. That, that That's real good. Um, and then lastly, how do you see the future of women's sports unfolding over the next couple of years? I mean, I think it's going to keep growing. I mean, yeah. what we were talking mm-hmm. about, it seems to be getting bigger. And, you know, I mean, they're getting more like publicity and more sponsorship. So I think it's going to keep growing and stuff. Um, I definitely don't see it slowing down anytime soon yeah. or anything. No, I don't, it's not so, going anywhere. So, yeah. like, I think it's just up to people investing in it. Right. will like sort of speed up that process because mm-hmm. it's inevitable it's just another way to where another place to put your money and you yeah. know once the men's <laughs> sports get too expensive <laughs> like where do you look you know so you might as well go now you yeah. know you're right about that because i'm like you know it costs a lot of money to sit close at a wizards game it does like yeah. you know i'm like mystics. i could go to the mystics game and be anywhere in the yeah. stadium for 45 50 dollars <laughs> yeah, you know you know yeah. now's might not be for that long yeah and exactly <laughs> so yeah. Go now. because the way that especially with the way that the wmba is coming like they're yeah. they're offering more money now they yeah they're trying to they're trying them. to yeah. you know get it much better so yeah. on top of that like things are going to change I mean, you're right yeah. about that yeah. yeah so we're wrapping um this has been the quality corner women's history month special thank y'all for tuning in um last two messages y'all want to go ahead take yeah like we were saying earlier if there's any little girls there that want to play sports don't be shy you know just um yeah be open to to trying something new and you never know you might love it and it might be like the best thing ever um yeah don't don't listen to anyone else saying you're playing sports and stuff like that yeah i think my thing is go go to women's games overall oh, yeah. i think just women. go yeah. yeah like if you don't think it's cool or whatever if you go it'll be cool yeah yeah like women. if you bring your friends it'll be cool <laughs> so i don't know just show up support women's sports yeah <laughs> like that's the main thing yeah. here <laughs> there's so many ways you can do it too yeah, yeah. Um, I'll piggyback on that. Um, yes, support women's sports for real. Um, that's the the only way that they're gonna get equality. Um, there's probably still a long road to go, but um, to everyone out there, don't the girls, young girls who are inspired, don't dim your light. Um, don't let anyone dim your light. And you know, going forward, just keep on pushing. No, no one take their foot off the gas. Put some respect on these women's names. I'm telling y'all, like, they're athletes. There's, there's no in between. It's athletes. So, yeah. Um, there you have it. Quality Corner Women's History Month Special. Signing off. <laughs>